Today in Canadian History for January 19th, I'm Mark Affeld. It was on this day back in 1996 that the NHL officially announced it had approved the sale of the Winnipeg Jets to investors in Phoenix, Arizona. After multiple attempts to save the team by fans and local investor groups, it was decided that Winnipeg could no longer afford an NHL team. This was in large part due to the drastic increases in operating costs and salaries that the league had incurred during the early 1990s. To learn more about the Jets leaving Winnipeg, I spoke with Jim Silver, the director of Urban and Inner City Studies at the University of Winnipeg, as well as author of Thin Ice, Money, Politics and the Demise of an NHL Franchise. In the time leading up to the trade, Professor Silver was a leader of the group Thin Ice, a community-based organization that argued against the spending of public money on keeping the Jets in Winnipeg. What was it that the Thin Ice group was concerned about? For us, the concern was we saw right from the get-go that keeping the Jets in Winnipeg was going to be an exceptionally expensive proposition. And we took the view that if there was that much money floating around, there were better uses for it than uh, than saving the Jets. And I can imagine this wasn't exactly a popular opinion to hold at the time? Uh, it was fairly popular in the sense that I think the majority of Winnipeggers agreed with us. But um, there was a very, very vocal minority comprised... Um, I would say disproportionately of uh, young people who, you know, were for for whom saving the Winnipeg Jets was the only issue, and um, you know they they had a they had a lot of power, and they of course had the media one hundred percent on their side. So I would say, although I don't have any proof of this, that we might have had the support of a majority of people, but they were the silent majority. And for them, you know, the Winnipeg Jets was not the only issue in town. There were lots of other issues. On the other side, where the what I think was a minority of the population for whom this was the big, big issue, and they, you know, they vilified us. So were you in the Thin Ice group petitioning to the municipal government? Primarily, yes. We we um, appeared uh, endless numbers of times before Winnipeg City Council uh, trying to make our case. Each time we appeared, um, the other side, the business community who were trying to get the public funding, would have put a great big fat package of information on the councillors' desks the day before. Councillors had no chance to read through it, usually, uh, but they, most of them uh, voted in favor of those proposals. We made submissions opposing them, uh, but we lost pretty much every time. So ultimately, was it a matter of the owners not wanting to keep the team in Winnipeg? Well, the owners knew that it was a losing proposition, um, that, that huge amounts of money were going to be lost. Uh, and they knew that they had to get public support or support from the corporate community to keep the team there. The corporate community was not prepared to put a nickel in, uh, not a nickel. Uh, from beginning to end, they, they, I mean, the ones who were paying attention to the details of the case knew that the Jets in a small city like Winnipeg were a losing proposition. 
the owners of the jets knew they had to get public support, and it finally turned out that we won. I mean, we won on the case. It, it became apparent that the amount of money required to keep the jets was simply overwhelming, and the owner of the jet, Shankaro, sold them, and you know he got uh, a big chunk of money out of it. Thin Ice, the little group that I was involved in, played a very important public role. Uh, I think that this was the only time that a community group defeated uh, what the corporate sector and governments together wanted. Um, and we had, you know, there were there were eight or ten of us who worked pretty consistently over about a three-year period. Uh, we worked, I think, very, very effectively. And in the end, we won. I mean, it's a Pyrrhic victory because winning meant losing the Jets. And none of us, I mean, I'm a sports fan. I take my grandsons to watch the Manitoba Moose. I, I would love to have an NHL franchise in Winnipeg. But the economics of professional sport are wonky. And the cost is colossal. And we still have lots of problems in a city like Winnipeg. And so it really is a question of choices. You know, how much are we prepared to pay to have an NHL franchise here? And there are some people, a minority, who say any price. We will pay any price to have an NHL franchise here. But there are other people who I would argue are more level-headed who say, yes, we're prepared to pay a bit because having a team here is good for a city, but there's a limit to how much we ought to pay because there's other things that we need to do. Today is a day full of Canadian history. On this day back in 1943, Dutch Princess Marguerite was born in Ottawa. Marguerite's mother, Princess Juliana, had fled to Canada in 1940, prior to the German invasion of Holland. After hearing that she would be giving birth in Ottawa, the Canadian government officially declared Princess Juliana's hospital suite to be extraterritorial. This was so that Marguerite would be born a Dutch citizen. And as always, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CGSW 90.9 FM. The executive producers are Joe Burma and Mark Affeld. Original music is produced by the Fisk, Fletcher and May Trio. Our series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cgsw.com slash today in Canadian history. Once again, it's Canadian quiz time. The Winnipeg Jets joined the NHL following the folding of the WHA. Can you name the other three teams that came from the WHA to the NHL with the Jets? All right, they were the Edmonton Oilers, easy one, the Quebec Nordiques, and the Hartford Whalers. Remember them? <laughs>